we uh we don't know what's going on but hey that's three more minutes for us to hopefully make you smile and entertain you and uh take advantage of the situation andrew's over there man on the boards how you doing andrew doing pretty good uh little bit of a scare there early, but yeah. hey, you know, we're we're going on strong here. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, the show is brought to you in part by our good friends out there at Three Rivers Boat and RV Storage out there in Carlisle. If you have not uh, had a chance to get out there and check them out yet, please do so. That's where I keep some of my stuff. They'll, they're really nice people to work with. It's $60 a month, one month free. When you pay for a year, you get a whole 12-foot by 50-foot long spot. That's, I mean, you can put your camper and your, your ATV, your boat, whatever in one spot and you don't have to worry about it. Secure gates, 24 seven access security cameras. Good morning, Jeff. How you doing this morning? Uh, discounts for multiple spots. You can make an appointment and, uh, find your spot. They're locally owned and operated. Just give Tracy Dick or Danielle. Good morning, Steve. A call at 515-822-1362. That's three rivers boat and RV storage. So, how y'all doing out there in Facebook land? We got a got a few folks watching us. Good morning to everybody watching us on the Facebook uh, stream. Brought to you by uh, Inkney Inkney's favorite camper spot, Imperial RV. So it's been a rough week. Um, you know, I, I made the I made the decision. We're going to talk a little bit about dove and teal season here in a minute. Uh, we got open lines if you want to call in to 244-1350, Um, As many of you do know, Andy, do me a favor, shut that door, will you? As many of you do know, uh, I was a Navy corpsman a long time ago. Uh, I'm talking years. Morning, Tony. Good morning. Uh, Matt, there's my camera guy in Pennsylvania. Matt, we're heading to Montana a couple days, bud. Looking forward to that. Um, I was a Navy corpsman with the Marines, uh, a long time ago. And, uh, you, did you write me pause for a legal ID when right, right now? Hey, we're going to pause real quick for a legal ID. KRNT Des Moines from the Valley Bench Sportsbook App Studio. This is 1350 ESPN Des Moines sports leader. There you go. We pause for our legal ID. Good morning, Michael. Hey, Michael said he got the uh, lethal tick and bug spray. No ticks. Congratulations, buddy. So, uh, this week hit me kind of hard. I um, I remember when I was first in the service and we lost a bunch of medics and stuff uh, when that that truck that was loaded uh, in Lebanon uh, busted through the, the, the gates of our base there and, and blew up. It was a suicide mission. And uh, we, I lost, we lost some buddies in that and that was bad. Good morning, Jim. Um, you know, folks, here's the thing. I, I, my duty was pretty relatively easy. I, I did not do anything heroic and I did not put myself in harm's way at any, in any, I was never in combat. So, um, I just can't imagine what, uh, uh, those folks that are feeling that, uh, off the 13 people that we lost and, um, to their families, you know, my deepest and, uh, sincere condolences. Um, our heart goes out to you. God bless you. Um, no words of no words or prayers or, uh, anything like that is going to bring you back your child, uh, your son, your daughter, your wife, your husband, 
and uh, we're, we're just we're just sorry. And uh, I'm very grateful um, as an American that uh, that your fa- that your loved one was standing watch and uh, was there to protect our country. And uh, you know, I I told you. Uh, I wasn't going to try, I was going to try not talk politics anymore on the show. Um, you guys pretty much know how I feel. I know a lot of you feel the same way I do. There's, you know, this is an escape from, from having to deal with that nonsense, you know, but I, I just, uh, I just wanted to honor our service people that we lost and their families. Um, so I'm going to take a second here and, and, uh, you ready, Andrew? Uh, this is for them. And uh, it's 26 notes, but every time I hear it, it brings a tear to my eye. This is for all the 13 and their families that uh, they're the best of what this country has. God bless you. God bless your families. And uh, that's from all of us here at the Outdoor Call Radio and, and our listeners. So thank you. All right. Uh, good morning. I get away from my eyes to clear up. Steve, good morning, Brant. How you doing, man? Yeah, Brant says thank you for all the service women, men and women out there. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. Hey, and listen, if you're a vet and you're struggling through this stuff, uh, Mark Jenkins, thank you. God bless you too. Uh, if you're struggling through this stuff, if you're a veteran, if you're if you're a family member out there that's struggling, and you're 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 not dealing or coping with this well, um, please call one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. That's the suicide prevention line, uh, the National VA suicide prevention line. One eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. There are people out there. Um, that are there to talk with you and uh, to visit with you. So you're not alone, okay? All right, so next week's the Dove opener uh, and the teal season. Uh, Can you believe that? We got the annual roadside survey almost over with. Uh, Thank you, Jeff. God bless America, and good morning, brother. Good to to see you too, man. Yep. Uh, You're welcome, Dave, Fishing Dave. That was my honor and privilege to do that. So... Uh, I would think that uh, everybody that's an upland hunter is going to be really excited because I've been seeing a ton of pheasant poults out in the areas that I'm hunting. So uh, the early morning to try to get out of the dew, and um, uh, I, I really think this upland season is going to be awesome. So our pheasant opener should be good, 
Uh, teal dove season. Uh, I think our dove season will be very good. You know, the thing about dove season, dove dove season is probably the most economical hunt you can do. I mean, it doesn't. It's just a box of shells, a, a bucket, some uh, get you some water or sandwich, and just get out there on a sunflower field or get near a, a lake or a pond um, or a power line grid system. Any any flyaway things that you can find doves and get out there and hunt. And doves are very good to eat. North, the number one hunted migratory bird in North America. What is it? What is it? Any have any idea? It's the it's the dove. That's right. So uh, dove season is going to kick off September first. It's going to run through November 29th. Shooting hours are one half hour before sunrise to sunset. Daily limit is 15 uh, with a possession limit of 30. Hunters are reminded that their gun must be plugged and hold no more than three shells. Good morning, Corey. Yep, it's getting that time, bud. It's getting that time, that's for sure. I was out this week. Uh, if you're hunting, um, hunters are reminded that their gun must be plugged and hold more no, more no more than three shells. If hunting public area north of I-80, hunters should check to see if non-toxic shot is required. So get out there. Now all my waterfowl buddies out there, uh, September 1st through the 16th is special, uh, our special September teal season and the daily lemon on teal, uh, through there is six. So I just, uh, what do you think? I mean, do you think teal season is going to be any good? I mean, we're so dry. I'm worried about the water. You know, I know we got some rain yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday we got some rain, but, uh, and I know we're supposed to get rain today and tomorrow, but we're definitely, we definitely need some moisture. I was out at the farm yesterday, just uh, checking everything, and uh, boy, was it dry. I'm telling you, man, uh, crazy. We need definitely, there's, we need moisture for waterfowl. I, I want to make sure we're getting enough water out there so we don't, knock on wood, we don't have any uh, EHD start popping up. So far, I haven't heard of any, any uh, cases of hemorrhagic disease or EHD, so... You know, uh, hopefully, hopefully that, uh, that stays on course and stuff. So two, four, four, 13, 50, two, four, four, 13, 50 dove hunt near water sources. Absolutely. I just, we just said that that's a good spot for doves, man. So my favorite, what's my favorite go-to dove recipe, my favorite go-to dove recipe. And this is on the, this is on the outdoor call radio.com website, um, is, uh, grilled, dove jalapeno poppers oh they're good man you go ahead and you, you breast out your dove and you um you brine it you know put a little kosher salt brine on there so it, it helps break down the tissue and maintain the moisture and then you grill it up and then you take your your jalapenos wear your gloves take slice them in half take the seeds out take your uh cream cheese put your cream cheese in there put your dove in there put the popper back you could do it one way you, you can cut it down the middle or you can cap it from the end and stuff it and then and then wrap it with some bacon throw it on the grill for about uh five ten minutes and uh man i'm telling you what whew, that's good stuff right there good eating right there yeah that's that's i haven't had those in a while but uh it's been a while since i've been dove hunting too <laughs> rob says dove on toast way to go mountain man Dove on Hot toast. Dog. <laughs> Dove on toast. Ah, it's hard to beat those po uh, Dove jalapeno poppers, that's for sure. Hey, the All Iowa Breeds and Jeep Show. 
excuse me, uh, uh, in four by foot event is September 18th through the 19th at the Cambridge off-road park. That's 815 Center Street in Cambridge, Iowa. Camping spots are available. You can bring your 4x4 to test your skills. There's going to be a big swap meet, RTI ramps, retail vendors, RC course, kids activities, drawing door prizes. It's really a really nice family event. If you want more information, please go to iowajeepshow.com. It's, uh, they got people from all over the country coming out uh, for this thing. Uh, it's, it's really cool. And if you, uh, if you, if your kids love to see, uh, see if they're a gearhead, if they love trucks and Jeeps and stuff, this is something that the kids would really enjoy. So make sure you go check that out. So where's everybody at this morning too? We got, uh, we got a bunch of people watching us on, on Facebook live right now. So nobody's calling it two, four, four, 13, 50. What have you been doing? You've been out fishing. You've been out hunting. There's people out hunting. Lynette, Lynette Huser, Kent's wife got an antelope, <laughs> and uh, Ryan did. I think Larry got an antelope. Was it Larry? It was Larry or Ryan? It was Larry. Larry McCoy got an antelope this week out in uh, Montana, out there in Montana, and uh, so congrats to Lynette, Bob, and Karen Branchcomb got some nice bears up in Canada. It's good to see. It's good to see the borders open, isn't it? I'm telling you, it's uh. So there's definitely some uh, there's definitely some uh, people having some hunting fun right now. So it's good, man. It's that that being on like extra what four minutes is kind of throwing me off. It's like I'm ready for take a I'm ready for seven fifteen and it's not seven fifteen. It's so different. You look up and all of a sudden, whoop! There it is. Dave Bailey over in Illinois says he's fishing in Minnesota. Good morning, there, buddy. Ooh, good place to fish. Yeah, yeah. That's another topic there, Ned. So, yeah, the fishing in Minnesota is on fire. I talked to Chad up at the Pines this week. He said the walleye bite's really good right now. So, yeah, if you get a chance to head up north, I would get up there and, and go get some wallies because the walleye bites, uh, they said the walleye bites, it's been good all year, especially up uh, on Winnie. So. Bada bing, bada boom, you're out of bear. Bada bing, bada boom, almost bear. Bear season op- opens up next week in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, so everybody lucky enough to get a tag. You know, bear's good. It's a good protein. Uh, if you've never had bear, you know, some people are scared of bear. Don't be scared of bear. Don't be scared. No bear. Ooh, Mark Jenkins says there's a big musky tournament going on right now. Cast Lake chain. I love Cast Lake. Mark, are you living up there now? I mean, you're, I know you got a place up there, but I mean, you, it's like every day I see you up there, you're up there. Canada moose season soon. Yep. I love me. I love some moose. I love to hear that. I can't, I can't do it right. That's pretty good. Between the two of us, you're, you're better qualified for that than I am. No, thank you, Paula. I appreciate that. Do what, right? Or what's your name? Andrew. (laughs) See, see Rodney Dangerfield's right over here saying no respect. Yeah. No respect. No, I, I, what was we talking about? <laughs> it's been a rough week, man. It's just been a rough week, I'm telling you. It's just been crazy. So Yeah, I'd like to get some moose and uh some moose action going on, I tell you. Next year maybe. Next year. Donovan's already at Elk Camp. Elk Camp's gonna start here uh, in a couple days. And uh Good morning, Jeff. Nice to see you. Rabbit. Yeah, we were on a little early. The 
the the show fired early today for some reason. Good morning, Jeff Duggar. Jeff's doing a home renovation work today. So, hey, uh, tree stands. I was out trimming tree stands uh, yesterday. Please make sure whenever you're out there that you're wearing your safety harnesses. You're staying connected to the tree. Boy, I saw a nice buck yesterday. Oh, I went ahead and did my last mock scrape doctoring while I was out there trimming. Uh, I got all my shooting lanes where they need to be, and I uh, I just got to my stand right off my trophy acre food plot from Backwoods Attraction. Thank you, Cody Kelly, and all the fine folks at Backwoods. And uh, I just got to my stand, and I heard I heard something. And I just looked up and, oh, man, he was nice, nice deer. So it's like, well, I'm glad I'm doing this now because by October 1st, he's going to forget all about this. But, you know, make sure you're, make sure you're staying connected and and uh, we don't want to hear anybody falling out of their tree stands this time of year or the whole year, actually. Morning, Dan or Clint. God bless the Marines and Corman killed and their families. Absolutely, Clint. We just, we just did a little salute to them. So, hey, speaking of salute, uh, we got a new feature on the show. If you go to the outdoorcallradio.com, the outdoorcallradio.com, um, and you look on the homepage, you'll see a, a service member saluting the American flag. There's a little button there that says send a salute. We're going to do our first feature today. Um, I, I figured with everything going on, uh, we're going to switch from we got mail to uh, send a salute. So I, I actually had a couple people send some salutes in. So we're going to do our first, very first send a salute. So if you want to send a salute to a service member that you know or someone that was instrumental in getting you into the outdoors and you want me to give them a salute live on the air here, I'm, we're going we're gonna to start doing that as of today. So all you got to do is just send me, uh, just shoot me an email, click on that send a salute, smash that send a salute button, okay? And my email will pop up. Just send me the the person's name and just give me a little brief description on what you want me to salute them. You know why why you're wanting the salute. You know, uh, you know. Example: uh, My son Jeremy's in the, in the in the in the Navy right now. He's out there protecting our country. Would you please send a salute his way? Or uh, my uncle Benny got me into bow hunting 20 years ago, and uh, I wouldn't have the the quality of life or blah 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 that. You know, uh, if it wasn't for Uncle Benny, would you please send him a salute? Just something like that. Um, and uh, if we do that, uh, we'll send. I I just need their contact info, and we'll send them. Uh, we'll make sure we give them something nice. So to say thank you for helping you or helping our country. How's that? Okay. I thought that was kind of good timing to start that this week. So there you go. All right, it's seven sixteen and some change here on thirteen fifty ESPN. We'll be right back uh, after this break. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Call Radio. I hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. I know Eric is. He said his uh, Elite Remedy bow is on the way, so congratulations there. Had a good, have a good day. The do- the boys want donuts, so we are going to get them. Hey, Matt, call the show, man. I want to talk to you on the air. Call the show, uh, 515-51. You can do it from your phone while you're getting donuts. 515-244-1350. Call the show, Matt. I want to talk to you, buddy. Andrew's over there waiting, my camera guy in Pennsylvania. I need to, I need to talk to him on the air. So come on, Matt, call the show. You can call. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, told you about that. I told you about that. I think I'm caught up there. Let's see. Got that. So how many, hey, how many waterfowlers I got out there? Tell me what's, what is your, what do you think the waterfowl forecast is going to be? You think it's going to be any good? Good morning, Tim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tim, I, I'm not going to, I hear you. I, I don't even want to say that name right now. So God bless you, Timmy. Yeah. Oh man. I'm t I, I, I almost threw something in my TV this week again. That's I had to I actually had to leave. I went I had to go I went to the woods to get away from uh from uh, the T V. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. I mean, sometimes you just gotta get out there. No T V in the woods. I I, I, can't, I just can't watch the news. I can't. Can't. can't do it. Can't. I cannot do it. So anyway, so hey, I went out to uh, one of the farms where I'm hunting. We put trophy acre out. Um, good morning, Arkansas Avenger. How you doing there, buddy? We put trophy acre out from uh, Backwoods Attraction this year. Man, my food plots are just on fire. They are. They're about. They're about that tall now. So about uh, 10, 11 inches. And the deer are in there like crazy. I'm getting a ton of trail cam pictures, so I want to thank my buddy Andy for uh, putting that putting that out for me. And uh, gosh, man, uh, it's just going to be. That's where I saw that buck yesterday. They're 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 literally just laying. This time of year, it's so hot. They're laying up in the shade. If they got food and water, they're not moving very far. They're just not. It and they're not going to be moving until at night when it gets a little cooler. But, uh, man, I tell you what, they, they just, good morning, Derek Eves. How you doing, bud? Good to see you. Um, they're that, that backwoods stuff is just that backwoods attraction, uh, trophy acre is just on fire. Now, one of the things that I'm doing during the week when I'm not visiting with you guys here on Saturday is I'm getting that outdoor call radio platform. Uh, we just picked up two more shows on the, on the podcast, uh, platform. So we're going to have backwoods, or uh, I'm sorry, backwoods life, Michael Lee and Kevin and the gang. Uh, we're going to have their podcast on every week. And then we're also going to have, um, uh, J uh, Jason, we got a walleye professional, Jason Mitchell outdoors. If you watch him on Fox, Fox sports North or Fox sports Midwest, uh, Jason's going to be our walleye guy. So we'll have fishing content. On Tuesdays, we're going to call it Tight Line Tuesdays. We're going to have Aaron Martin with Bass Edge and uh, Jason, uh, the guys uh, on uh, on a uh, – Tony just sent me a salute. Uh, let me see. Let's do, 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 let me go back over here and I'll tell you. Jason Mitchell uh, from Jason Mitchell Outdoors. And then we're also going to have Chris Neisinger. Uh, he's, he's a smallmouth guy up in Michigan. So we're going to have three really good people for you to listen to for fishing tips on two on Tightline Tuesday. So, but um, Ben Dunnigan from Backwoods Attraction and I have been doing a new podcast. It's called uh, the Healthy Herd. So, if you want to learn about food plots, uh, this will be this will be a, a half hour podcast for you every week, uh, sponsored by Backwoods Attraction you to, to uh, go. So you're going to be able to go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You're going to be able to go to the outdoor call radio.com hit the, hit the live stream button. And you're going to be able to hear, uh, you're going to be able to hear, uh, fishing content. 
You're going to be able to hear Scott Lasif from The Sporting Chef and Dead Meat uh, doing outdoor recipes along with Hank Shaw, who does a whole bunch of outdoor cookbooks. Uh, that's going to be there. That's going to be uh, Tasty Thursdays. There'd be nothing but outdoor recipes and content. Wednesdays is going to be Whitetail Wednesdays and Waterfowl Wednesdays. Uh, George Lynch and Diane's wife, Diane, are doing a podcast. Nothing but Waterfowl. And then we'll have, uh, we've got uh, P. Vitti and Steve Rocco uh, from the uh, Virtue TV. Uh, Larry McCoy and I uh, will be uh, we'll be doing some Whitetail stuff on there. Uh, it, it's really, 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 uh, Derek is a, Derek is an antelope slayer. Derek got, got an antelope. You're going to be actually able to go on there and listen to a whole bunch of different content in one spot, totally free. And then Saturdays will be outdoors Dan day. So we'll have our show and stuff on there. Um, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. So it's almost ready to go folks. Just, a another, I'm hoping mid October, first of November, uh, when we'll launch. I just got stickers ordered, so we'll be giving out free stickers, and um, I'm excited about this. This is going to be cool. So, your one-stop outdoor shop for hunting, fishing, and cooking stuff. Yeah, it's nice, because instead of pulling from every different direction, it's nice to have that central hub, and I think people will enjoy that. Hopefully, everybody out there can definitely come along with us, because that would be, that's just going to be very fun to have another, another, like you said, another avenue to get everything you want. Well, you can listen on your phone. You can listen on your computer. You can listen on your tablet. You know, you can take us with you whenever you go. <laughs> Jeff wants a sticker. As soon as I get them in, Jeff, I'll, we'll, we'll, we're going to hook people up. So, but, uh, yeah, we got the Keystone experience. Uh, we got Matt and mountain man on that one. Um, let's see. I, I think I got a whole list of shows here. So let me, uh, let me see if I can, find out what we got let's see we got the outdoor drive which is a good show backwoods attraction uh we got bass edge we got uh the jason mitchell outdoor show uh we got uh, on the line that's a new podcast we're going to start doing for you guys uh it's going to be nothing but uh 3d and uh, uh indoor archery uh talk with darren christianberry and nathan brooks two of the best some of the best archers out there uh professional archers actually um, we have our fishing show. Uh, it's, it's really, and then I, I've got a small, I talked to a small game guy, uh, out in Kentucky and I'm waiting to hear back if he's going to be on the platform or not, but you know, this way you don't have to go search for podcasts and stuff. And I'm still, I'm still trying to add a few more po- shows. So you'll be able to just take this and, you know, if you're at work and you want to hear nothing but outdoor content all day, you'll, you'll be able to do that. And, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to that. Are you guys excited? I'm excited. Give me a thumbs up if you like that. So you'll just be able to go on there and listen. You go to you'll be able to go to outdoorcallradio.com and smash the listen button, and you'll be able to pull it up and and then I'll try to have I'll have a link to ev- all the shows. So if you miss a show or if you want to listen to other shows, you can just smash their their link and then you can go to their website and pull their podcast up. It, um, we'll ha- we'll try to have always fresh content on there every week. Andrew and I'll be programming that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. So, man, it's 7:30 already. Can you believe that? No, I can't. I especially yeah. since did we... Matt call? Matt didn't call in, did he? Matt, where are you at, man? You're AWOL. Oh, is your phone ringing? Yeah, I tell you, these these the crazy two four four thirteen fifty two four four thirteen fifty. Yeah, if you want to call in. So, 
Yeah. All right, we got somebody calling in. Oh, it's Matt. Yeah. Yeah. All right, don't have a 20-minute conversation. <sighs> yeah. He's got it. Andrew, he's he's really a good producer, but it's like, you know, the proper way to, to answer the program, the show is, hey, Outdoors Dan Radio, what can we do for you? Oh, hey, well, hang on. We'll, what's your name? We'll put you on hold and we'll be right with you. Not Andrew. Hi, how you doing? How's the weather out there? Hey, did you go to the grocery store this week? What'd you get this week, huh? Was anything <laughs> on special? He has a 20-minute conversation. It's crazy. Let's go to the phones and see what... Uh, Matthew is up to you. Matt, are you there? I am, buddy. What's going on? My camera guy from Pennsylvania. You getting jacked? I am, buddy. That's what I was actually working on this morning, trying to get all this camera gear organized and packed up and ready to go. So, Larry, I talked to Larry when he left Montana to go to Nebraska. Him and Ryan are in Nebraska right now filming. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrew's a people person. Yeah, that's one way of putting it, Jeff. Good so, people person. Uh, so, uh, it, uh, Larry said that uh, instead of using my camera, we should use yours. Does, do I know? Do you have a better, a nicer camera than me, or something? I mean, I don't know if it's nicer, but I got what we need to get everything done, bud. All right, I'm still make the shot. All right, no, that's fine. I'm I'm gonna still bring my camera gear in case we need it. Okay. Yeah. No, I should have everything we need. I got two cameras, wireless mics. We should be ready to go. Well. Uh, they're seeing some good muleys, so we should hopefully we'll have some good uh, good action out there. So I uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you, and uh, we're gonna have a fun trip, man. Oh, absolutely! I'm hoping it's a little bit cooler than it's been. I don't know about the weather out there, but it's been almost 90 and humid here. Yeah, yeah, it's been almost 100 here. It's it's it, it, hopefully we'll hopefully it'll cool off, but either way, we'll make it through. We'll be hunting mostly the afternoons. So okay, all right. Unless, oh, unless, unless we can find a coolie that's got some good food source and water, then we could go hang a stand there and uh, try. But I mean, we can do either whitetail or mule deer. I'd like to get a muley. So if we if we find some muleys in velvet, that's what we're going to try and get. Okay, that works. All right, all right. Go get your kids some donuts. I want. I just wanted to call and, and say hey and tell Chris he still owes me money. Oh, uh, he's he's reminding me weekly. He's sending me with the money for you. Yeah, tell him there's interest and. In, you should charge. You should charge him five dollars for carrying fee. Well, I was thinking about that, but I mean, he takes pretty good care of me down at the photo shop, so I think I might wave that fee for him. <laughs> All right, you go take care of your kids, man. I'll see you next week. All right, buddy. Sounds good. Have a good one. You too, Matt. Thank you. Yeah. There goes my buddy Matt in Pennsylvania, my camera guy. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I can't wait for that. All yeah, right, but- it is seven thirty-three and some change. We'll be right back on thirteen fifty ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Call Radio here on 1350 ESPN. There you go, Ned. Yeah, you know, urban bow hunting starts September 15th. That's not that far away either. Who's Who's going urban deer hunting? Huh? All right, I'm going to open up the phone lines, and I'm going to I'm going to give away a Milo certificate uh, before I do the fishing report. So, uh, if you can call 244-1350, 244-1350 and tell me what my favorite movie is. What's my favorite movie? If you know the answer to that, 
244-1350. It's free to guess. So you, you've been listening to this show for 20 years. You should probably know what my, one of my favorite movies is. I, I talk about it all the time. So if you know that, call 244-1350 and I will hook you up. Yeah. So Andrew's answering the phones. You guys are on the phones, man. You, you, you got that number. You need to call in and visit once in a while. Sit down and share a story or two, you know? Sit a while, visit. Come on down. The water's fine. You know, come on over to the store. Uh, this is this should be good. As long as somebody doesn't say driving Miss Daisy. Let's see what Michael's up to this morning. Good morning, Michael. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, Dan. What do you think? What's one what's my favorite movie? Oh, I mean, I talk about it all the time. I know you do, but I, I can't think of it. Well, when you look at me, what do you what do you think of? Because that's that's the name of the movie. Big Bear. <laughs> Big Bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awful nice of you. Uh, the Princess Bride. Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> well, that's one of my favorite movies. Oh man, yeah. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's it's it was filmed entirely in Minnesota. Big Ben? No. Um, geez, I, I I'm sorry, I can't think of it. Well, you don't have to apologize. Well, when you look at me, don't you see an old man, right? Yeah. And I'm usually what? <laughs> I just there gave you, you the name of the movie. <laughs> old man hunting? I don't know. No. Grumpy old man. Oh, Grumpy Old Man. Grumpy yeah. Old Men. That's a good movie. I, 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 it's a great movie. It's Dan to a T. Okay, I'm going to give you a second chance, Michael, because you should have okay. got that. And at least you didn't I say the... Pre- oh, thanks, Wade. Wade said Free Willy. Thanks a lot. <laughs> thanks a lot, Wade. You're, you're on my list. Wade McKinney. No trivia prizes allowed. You're on my list. You're, you're, you're shunned. Shunned. Oh man. man. You gotta be you better say some nice stuff to get unshunned. <laughs> yeah. All right, Michael, you ready? Ready. All right. What's my second favorite movie? And I'll give you a hint. The movie was based on something that happened in real life on, on in New off the New Jersey coast in nineteen eighteen. And it, it relates to fishing. Dun dun. Titanic? Dun, no, dun. There's no fishing. Uh, Jaws. Jaws. Ding, ding, ding. I mean, come on, Michael. <laughs> I, do I, I, I mean, seriously. Did you know that, that that was actually, that was, Jaws was actually based on a, on a, that in 1918, I think it was 1918. Uh, yeah, there's pe- a shark. Five. There's pe- a shark that went up the uh, river. Yeah. The ma- ma- it, it went up a creek, Matawan Creek. And it, uh, it went up there and it killed, uh, there killed two people in the ocean and then went up and swam up Matawan Creek and killed three people in the Creek, uh, right there. Uh, but that's what Jaws was based on. So, all right, I'm, I've got a Milo, uh, $50 gift certificate or for you. And it's good for, uh, when you get a deer, you take your deer meat in there, uh, and are, it's good for 50, $50 worth of specialty product. Awesome. Can't wait 
for the deer hunting season. I'm with you, man. I'm, I, I'm, I can't wait either. So you hang, we, did we got Michael's info? Michael, we'll call you after the show, bud. Okay. Okay. Thanks, man. Appreciate you listening. Thank you. All right. Let's go say hi to Nathan. See what Nathan's up to. Good morning, Nathan. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. What's up? Not much. I was actually uh, listening, but I, I was going to say Star Wars. Well, I love Star. Uh, I I love Star. May the floss be with you. Yeah, may the floss be with you. Now, I I, I love Star you. Wars when it came out. I really did. I I don't. You know, it's not one of my favorites, but uh, you know, but uh, you you know, I I'm trying to get my karma right, Nathan. So I'm gonna let you try to win still, okay? Since we just okay. we just I had to I really had to struggle to help Michael out. So okay. okay. All right, now I, I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna give you. Are you a Are you a movie guy? Are you up on your yeah. movies? I'm pretty big movie guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you should get this. When I was a kid, my mom took me to see Star Wars. I think in 1977 when Star Wars came out, if I remember right, that's 77. What I, before we saw Star Wars, I had to go see my brother Rick and I had to go see another movie with my mom. Before we saw, we saw two movies the same day. Now this movie had John Denver in it, and you know, you know that I, I always talk to the man upstairs. What was the name of that movie? Oh man, that one's right on the edge of my tongue. You know what Johnson I'm talking? Livingston Siegel. <laughs> it's it's about the man upstairs. And it had John, John Denver was not in, I don't even know who was in Jonathan Livingston Seagull, to be honest with you. It, it's, it's a funny movie. It's a comedy. So I'll give you a hint, Nathan. If you're doing something and you mess up, you pro- a lot of people say this when they mess up. And it's got something to do with the man upstairs. Oh, man. Well, not old man. Holy you said you were a big movie guy. I know. I'm sorry. I, this one's hard. Oh, that's not hard. You're gonna now see if I tell you that if I tell it, you're gonna you're gonna get mad at yourself that you didn't know this. John Denver was in it. A really famous older comedian was in it, and it it's a very funny movie. And I'll, I'll stir crazy, huh? Stir crazy was was stir crazy about the man upstairs. Uh, I don't remember. No, that was Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're see, right. I, I'm Chicken a movie suit. guy. You're right. Yeah, I, yeah. Anything before the '90s, I, I mean, I know my movies. All right, come on. You're gonna. Okay. You're, huh? Uh, when I say wait. when I say the man upstairs, who am I talking about? God. Uh huh. And if you put if you mess up, you most people say, uh, what do they what do they usually first thing they say? Uh, dang it! <laughs> no. Uh, do you do you? Uh, if I say George Burns, does that help you? Oh, man, Evan can wait. I uh, man, I know what you're talking about, George Burns. You never saw Oh God. Oh God. Oh God, you are completely right. I now I really do feel dumb. <laughs> well, don't feel dumb. I don't want <laughs> you to feel dumb. All right, I'll, I gave Michael a second chance, so I'm going to give you a second chance. Okay. Oh God, oh brother. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So 
God, now I really got to stretch. Um, all right. My favorite Western of all time. Okay? Okay. If it's on, I have got to watch it. Unforgiven? Uh, I like Unforgiven, but that's not my favorite. All right. Uh, it, there were there were seven people in the movie. Um, Yul Brenner. Yul Brenner is the main guy. Oh man, you're killing me. I am a movie guy too. Uh, I love that. You, I. It's, it's Magnificent Seven. The, the Magnificent Seven. There you go. Nathan, if you didn't get that, I was going to hang up on you. I know. You gave me the number and everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's all right. So, all right. Ding, the ding, ding. actually. I like, the, I like the original much, much better. Yeah, the, the is the best one. So, yeah, I don't care if I'm watching, if I'm flipping through channels and that's on, I have to watch it, man. That's, that's probably one of the best westerns ever made. It is a great movie. And hey, do you know what that movie was based on? I uh, no, I don't actually. Have you ever heard of the Seven Samurai? I have, yeah. Yeah, that movie was actually a ripoff of the Seven Samurai. And do you do you know what kids' movie was was made ripping off the Magnificent Seven? Uh, the Little Rascals. Nope. You ever seen a Bug's Life? Oh yeah. That's, oh yeah! That's a ripoff of the Magnificent Seven. Wow! Next time I didn't you know that either, and that makes sense because I like a Bug's Life too, and it got, it does it does kind of yeah yeah when that's the crazy. when the ant has to go find somebody to stand up to the grasshoppers <laughs> yep yeah yep. yeah that's the Magnificent Seven all over again man oh wow yeah small tie-ins you don't ever really make the connection to yeah see I I should have been a movie critic or something. Should. I should have been. I real. Hey, I, hey, Nate. We'll call you after the show, man. Congrats. Okay, thank you, sir. You're welcome, buddy. There, there goes Nathan. We we'll be right back after these fine words from our sponsors. On 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Call Radio. Today's uh, fishing report brought to you by Sportsman's Warehouse. Spirit Lake is reporting 77 degrees. The walleye bite is fair. Perches fair. Depths varying depending on the time of the day. Move often to find fish. Schools are small and sporadic. West Ogoboji water temperature 76 degrees. Ken's up there, I think. Hey, Bobby. Good to see you. West one. Uh, I said north one last night. First. First win in five years. Congratulations. There you go. Uh, Ogaboji gills are good. Crappie's good. Walleye is fair. Uh, panfish uh, perch bite has been excellent up there. Lake Sagama. I hope I'm saying that right. Gills are fair. Catfish bite are fair. Largemouth bass are fair. You know, I should do the fishing report like the weather people. The fish bite is fine on the weed lines. We've got undercurrent coming up, moving up through the vegetation. You want to fish just slightly outside that weed line, put a bobber on, but hey, temperatures of the water may vary as you go. I could do that. Did you see what I did there, Andrew? Lake Wapolo, black crappie bite is slow. Gills are fair. Channel catfish bite uh, is fair. Bass, spinner baits, crank baits are producing the best bass bite right now. Top waters early in the mornings or even, evenings are also producing a good bite there. Rathbun is current lake level is 904. Uh, black crappie bite is fair. Trolling for suspended crappies over rock piles using small cranks or producing cr uh, bites. Channel catfish bite is good. Walleye bite is fair. 
Wipers and hybrid uh, good minnows, jigs, fish over rock piles, or trolling crankbaits is your best bet. Red Hawk Lake, the bluegill bite is slow. Small jigs under a bobber, catfish bite is fair, largemouth bass is fair. Big Creek, wiper bite is fair, trolling, casting shad, imitating crankbaits or spoons. Look for fish breaking the surface, chasing shad. Des Moines River, channel catfish bite is excellent. Red Rock Reservoir, channel catfish bite is good. Drifting cut shad or uh, creek chubs in 4 to 10 feet of water. White bass are fair. Schools of young gizzard shad are being fed on by the white bass. Cast or troll shad imitating plastic spoons or hard baits. Rock Creek Lake, channel catfish bite is good there. White crappie good. Drift jigs uh, are minnows offshore in 5 to 12 feet of water on the bottom half of the lake. Sailorville, catfish bite, white bass is good. Greenfield Lake has been uh, has a good bass population. Uh, pop anglers are starting to find acceptable sized crappies in the lake. Uh, fish minnows under a bobber near the tree piles. Uh, sorting will be needed for larger fish. Gills are fair. Trill, troll or drift small jigs to catch seven and a half bluegills. Channel catfish bite is bear, bite is good there. Largemouth good uh, as well. Three mile courtesy docks have been in. Gills are slow. Bass are slow. Twelve mile bluegill bite is slow. Largemouth bite is slow, perch are fair. There you go. There's your fishing report for the week. Brought to you by the fine folks at Sportsman's Warehouse. So there you go. Uh, how is nine How is nine equals? I have no idea. I have no idea. I I don't. How is the how is nine eagle? I didn't I didn't get a report on nine eagle, Aaron. Yeah, I, I can't tell you. I wish I could help you, but I, I can't because I didn't get a rip. It's not in my report. I don't Come know on. I, hey, nothing I can do about it. <laughs> nothing I can do about it. You know, I could, uh, <laughs> let's see. And I bet you I don't have, nope, I don't have a fishing report for nine angles. I am sorry. There you go. All righty. So, uh, 7.55 and some change. So, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about what are we talking about? Uh, we're going to talk a I little find bit your about. Lack of faith disturbing. Thank you. Uh, we're going to talk about broadhead tuning, and and we're also going to talk about scent eliminations, how to help hide from the deer when we come back. So that's what's up next. And if you got questions, if you got questions, you got questions. Can, come on, I want to hear the truth. You can't handle the truth. Yeah, we can. 244-1350. If you got questions, I'm here for you. Broadhead tuning and scent elimination next. And then we're going to give away some more Milo certificates and see what's going on. Man, everybody should start getting in a better mood. It's almost deer season. It is almost deer season. So I know all my Upland buddies will be happy because they'll be out there teal hunting. And, and my waterfowl friends are going to be happy because they're going to be out there chasing cinnamon and green or, you know, blue teal. All that fun stuff. I'm going to see a ton of teal in Montana. They said the water holes out there are full of water of uh, teal right now. So I'll be seeing a little waterfowl. Of course, I won't be able to do anything about it, but I'll be able to watch them and listen to them. So it's cool. Man, it's been so long since I've been out there just to smell that sage and everything. That's going to be a fun trip. I can't wait. All right, we'll be back. Keep it here, please, on 1350 ESPN. And uh, we come back, we'll hit the phones, 244-1350, and uh, fry some more fish here on the Outdoor Call Radio.
It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Call Radio. Hope, hey, Wade over there in Illinois. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the good old USA. If you missed the first hour, we did a little salute to the troops of the, the 13 that we fell. I, 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 I just could not sleep last night. I was just kind of streaming through face, Facebook and seeing. I, I thought that was kind of uh, sweet that there were a lot of the folks who were posting. Uh, they were they had like 13 beers lined up and tables. The chairs leaned up against the table like they were saving the spot for them. And, um, you know, listen, it's not, it does my heart good to see some some patriotic uh, salutes out there to the folks that we lost. And um, just, you know what, no matter how bad your day is, can you imagine what those moms and dads had to go through a couple days ago when they got the word that, uh, their, that their son or daughter is no longer walking the earth? So no matter how bad your day is, someone's always got it worse, right? So God bless, uh, God bless our troops. Please keep them in your prayers. So uh, anyway, uh, so broadhead tuning. Uh, I was talking to Eric. Eric's getting a brand new elite remedy. And uh, listen, no, there. I, I I've said this for years, and I'll keep continuing to say that I love elite, but. It's really hard to find a bad bow out there anymore. They're, they're, the bows are engineered so well. It's not like it was 30 years ago when I started, when you had steel cables and strings and, you know, the bows were 44 inches long and, um, the, 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 the stuff has totally changed and it's for the better. <laughs> Matt's got like a thousand things on his table, uh, for to bring out. The, he's going to, he's going to use all my truck bed for his camera gear. So when, uh, when you're look, when you're looking for a bow or, you know, when you're, t- when you're getting ready to tune your broadheads, if your bow is tuned and which the bows that are made now are way easier to tune than they were a long time ago. There you go, Wade. Thank you. Um, that's, that's, that's the biggest thing. Whenever you do your setup for your archery, you want to make sure the, when, but when you get a bow, you know, there's a couple things you really need to do. You need to get your, your draw length properly measured, right? You want to make sure that you're shooting the correct poundage. Don't buy, if you're shooting 60, if you want to shoot 59, 60 pounds, don't buy a 70 pound bow. If you want to shoot 59 or 57 pounds, buy a 60 pound bow. And the reason I'm telling you to do that, you always want to shoot on the bottom end of that bow. So when that bow is all the way cranked down, at, and it, say it's a 60 pound bow, you can only, you can take one, one, just one full turn off each of the limb boats, bolts, and you're going to be shooting on the maximum efficiency of that bow. If you shoot a 70 pound bow and you're shooting 60, your bow's not going to perform as well. It's just not. So if you want to shoot 50 pounds, shoot 50 pound bow. If you want to shoot 60 pounds or 58 or 57 or 56, shoot, shoot a 60 pound bow. If you want to shoot 67 pounds, get a 70 pound bow. Please keep that in mind. And you, I promise you, if you do that, you're going to shoot way better. Okay. If your bow set up that way, you're shooting the properly spined arrow. You, every arrow company out there has an arrow selection chart. Okay. Go ahead and put your arrow length on there. The draw weight of the bow. And you'll, you'll get a grid, okay? And then just go down the grid and find your draw, your, your arrow length and then the draw weight. 
And that's going to give you a, a random area for what spined arrow you need. If you do that, that's going to help your arrows fly a lot better, and it's going to make your bow easier to tune as well. Good morning, Dr. Yagi, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi Yagi. Advanced family dentistry man of man of mystery. Man of mystery. So, what? I'm man of mystery. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, if you're shooting a 100-grain field point, you should shoot a 100-grain uh, broadhead, Okay. I always I always take my arrow selection chart and say say it calls for a 350 spine. A lot of times I'll shoot a 300 spine. I want a little bit stiffer arrow. I'd rather have a little bit too stiff of an arrow than a weaker arrow, okay? Because that stiffer arrow, it's easier to correct it. So that's just my humble opinion. But um, I like right now I'm shooting a 300 spine arrow, okay? But if you if you got your bow paper tuned, and if you shoot a fixed broadhead, which means it's a non-mechanical broadhead, if you do those things, your broadhead flight's going to be pretty close to your field tip flight. Okay, um, same thing for mechanicals. I can take a I can take a raptor trick, a slick trick raptor trick, and put it on my bow, and shoot dead center at twenty yards. I can then take that off, and I can put a viper trick or a standard on there, hundred grain, and I can pretty much shoot right where my mechanical is. That's how. That's because my bow is tuned. Now, that's that's the easiest way to uh, to do that. Now, if your bow, if your broadheads, if your field points are shooting dead on, and say you put your broadheads on, you got to remember that when your that broadhead's going to lengthen that arrow about an inch from where your field points are. It just sticks out farther, right? Which makes it a little weaker. If you're shooting to the right or left, there's two ways you can correct that. You can take Try to take a half a turn or a turn off your bow to make your arrow stiffer, or you can move your rest. I most I would tell you not to do move your rest. Now, if you have an elite, if you shoot an elite bow, you don't have to do either of that. You go up there, you've got your simplified exact tuning, your set technology. You got one little butt, you got one little uh, screw setting on each side of the right on each riser. Okay. You can just turn that to a left tear or a right tear. That it's for tuning your bow, but you can also tune your broadheads with this. This is why I love Elite. Um, and usually, you can loosen that up and just turn turn a quarter of a turn to the left or a quarter of a turn to the right, whichever need way you need to go, and your broadheads are going to be dead center. You don't have to change anything else on your bow. Is that not amazing? I I love it. I've never been able to tune broadheads. As well as I have with since they came out with that set technology. So, if you uh, you know if you got questions, go to Archery Field and Sports or go to Sportsman's Warehouse, and they can show you that right then and there. So, but if you don't have an elite, is this Tony? If you don't have an elite, you can go ahead and uh, just do the what I told you: take a take a half turn or a full turn off your bow weight, or you can move your rest in or out. Okay, but I would do the I would not move your rest unless you absolutely had to. Good morning, Skippy Peterson. Hey, good for you, Skip. You're going to beat me out to Montana. Send me some pictures, buddy. Good morning, Rick. How you doing, pal? Rick's at the post office. We got a call? Broadheads. Let's go see what Tony has to say. Good morning, Tony. What's up? question about the broadheads. Yep. Okay. We use those, I use those uh, mechanical ones once, and you, and you hit it, and you hit the bone, and it just bounced right off the deer. 
Yeah. What's your question? That's what I want to know. I want to know how to stop it from doing that. Don't hit him in the shoulder. No, it hit the it hit the rib. It hit the rib. And yeah. Bones go off. Okay. Um, you know what, Tony? The best thing you can do for shooting mechanicals is is just try to if you were were you in the lung area or were you in the liver? Where you where were you at? It was in the lung area. Okay, well, you did the right thing. I mean, you were right in the vital pocket. How much draw? How much weight are you pulling? Sixty. Okay, you should have. I, I, you know, Tony, that's the only thing I don't like about mechanicals. Um, mechanicals don't penetrate as good as a fixed broadhead. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like when I shot my elk last year, I was shooting fifty-eight pounds, and I buried my arrow all the way to the fletching, and I hit him. I hit him right behind the shoulder. And I hit bone, I hit rib, but it broke right through it. So, um, I would just tell what I don't tell me the brand name, but I would just try to look at, uh, either go into a fixed head, um, or try a different mechanical that's going to have better penetration. Okay. I went back to what I used before the muzzies. Yeah. Well, that a, a fixed head's always going to be less, it's going to give you better penetration than a mechanical. So that would probably right. be, that'd probably be my, my advice for you. Okay. All right. All right, Tony. Good luck, man. Thanks. You're welcome, pal. Thanks for the call. There right. goes there goes Tony. 244-1350, 244-1350. We do have open lines if you want to call in and see what's going on. Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah. What what time is it? 810? 810? Wanna do another wanna do another contest? You do? I gotta think of a question. So, scent elimination. I do a couple different things for scent elimination. All right? I use lethal products. I, I just, I, like yesterday, I went out and doctored up my mock scrapes for the last time before hunting season. Not going back out until I'm ready to hunt now. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate that. Um, they, uh, I, the reason I, I don't want to educate the deer is why I don't do, I'm not going to go back out. I've got my cameras all set and I've already started getting pictures last night of the uh, bucks coming in and hitting it. So I'm good to go. Um, but when I went out yesterday, I treated it like a hunting situation. I had my clothes washed and my lethal, uh, uh laundry detergent. Um, I, I took my lethal, uh, dirt field spray and I sprayed down as soon as I got to the truck. I sprayed down all the way from my hat, my shirts, my, my, my saw, everything I was taking in, I sprayed down. When I got to the area, I sprayed down again because it was hot, you know, so I was, any perspiration I built up, I sprayed down. Um, I try to leave as little scent as I can when I'm going into an area to do anything, even if it's hanging stands. Um, I just, I, the less them deer are educated, the better. You know, if you're driving around and they see you, that doesn't spook them as bad as, you know, if you, it's their living room. I mean, they're there 24 seven. So they're going to notice if something's different. I mean, they're just, they just are. So I try to do as least as I can to have an impact on an area. Um, when I'm hunting, I do the same thing. I take, I take a, I always have a pack of the field wipes with me in my backpack. I spray down at the truck. Um, I do carry an Ozonics with me. Once I get to the tree, I'll wipe down with those field wipes. Larry McCoy said to tell Tony the Raptor trick or assailant from Slick Tricks are mechanicals designed to penetrate. So, Tony, if you still want to stay with the mechanical, 
Try the assailant or the raptor tricks. Okay. Thank you, Larry Mack. Appreciate that. Um, wipe down with the lethal field wipes. And then uh, lethal also has a little aerosol sent away uh, uh, with their scent elimination stuff this year. So it's a little can about this big. So it's easy to put in your pack. I'll have that with me everywhere I go. Um, and then I'll throw my ozonics up. You know, find out which way the wind's blowing. Set that set that ozonics to, to to go in the direction the wind is going, and then that way, as the wind comes by me, pulls my scent, my scent molecules, whatever is coming off of me, it's going to go right into that ozonic stream, and it's not the deer aren't going to be able to. It's going to it's going to electrical electrical static ozone that that scent molecule, and it's gone. So. That's that's my setup or system that I use to, to actually have more setting or seeing more deer and stuff, you know. So uh, if I'm not saying you have to do that, but I have I will tell you this: once I started doing washing my clothes, spraying down at the truck, not getting dressed in my hunting clothes until I'm in my hunting area, spraying down at the truck, spraying down again or wiping down in the tree using my ozonics. Since I started doing that, my deer encounters have went dramatically up from when I didn't do all that stuff. It's not the deer you see blow at you. It's the deer that smell you and then just walk off that you got to worry about. So anyway, everybody that I hunt with pretty much does the same system that I just described to you. And there's a reason for that. And that's because we have really good deer encounters. You know, Larry, will tell you, I'm great at watching deer. I'll sit there and watch deer all the time. But I mean, I've got them at 20 yards. Hey, I look at it this way. If I get a deer in at 15 or 20 yards, Winner. I won. I fooled one of the best noses in the world right there. I, that deer's nose is their best defense. So if I don't get the drawback and I just sit there and watch, I'm still a winner. Winner. Right there. Winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's right. Whether I get the shoot or not, I won. I have won the battle. Keep telling yourself that. Uh, that's what I'm going to keep telling myself. <laughs> 815 and some change. We come back. We'll uh, have another Milo certificate contest while I think of a think of a question. Larry Mack, if you want to call the show, you're more than welcome to. You're probably out there scouting, though. 244-1350, Larry Mack. We'll be right back with maybe Larry Mack on 1350 ESPN. <laughs> I remember when I could broadcast and make sense. It was a good thing. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Call Radio on 1350 ESPN. Hour number two is brought to you by the fine folks at Elite Archery. Have you taken the shootability challenge yet? If you haven't, I just gave you a great reason why that set technology not only that, but with the ASM Tri-Track Cam System, uh, it's really one of the most shootable bows out there, whether it be the Encore, the Remedy, the Cure. Uh, go check them out, uh, Archery Field and Sports or Sportsman's Warehouse. And if you're on a budget, don't forget about the Ember. That Ember is a great bow for anybody out there. Larry Mack loves it. He shot a couple turkeys with that bow. So go check them out. Tyler, hey, Dan, what's your opinion on the single bevel versus double bev debate for fixture? broadheads i don't know tyler what's your opinion on that single bevel versus double bevel what do you think trev tyler what do you think give me your opinion 244-1350 244-1350 if you want to call in all right 
Milo certificate trivia question number three of the day. Are you ready? Okay. This is. I'm going to make this as easy as I can. We're we're growing in anticipation here. Yeah. What is my favorite band from the '80s? What is my favorite band from the '80s? If you know, if you know what my favorite band is from the '80s, call me two four four thirteen fifty, and I'll give you a hint. It's not a girl band. Not oh. that there's anything wrong with that. You know, so no Red Jet or anything like that. Joan Jet, Joan Jet, Joan yeah. Jet, and the Blackhearts. Oh yeah, it wasn't Joan Jet, but I do like rock and roll. I love, yeah. That wasn't Joan Jet. Hmm. I'll give you a hint. I I really like going to the state a lot. Ooh, Ooh. but Ooh. I think deep down, the real question is how much do you like Dolly Parton? Uh, I like Dolly. Who, who, how do you not like Dolly? Exactly. Dolly's always happy. Always happy. She's always happy. How do you get that happy? I don't know. She's just a happy lady. 244-1350. 244-1350 if you know. <laughs> it's not the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, Dave. Good guess, though. That's a good guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. That that is that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, that is crazy. Uh, Tyler, I'm waiting on your what what is your opinion, Tyler? I want to hear your opinion. It's not Juice Newton. <laughs> Juice Newton. I haven't heard that name in a while. I have not heard that in a while. Uh, Jenny says she doesn't even know the answer to that. All right, let's go see what Jeff is up to this morning. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Dan. How are you? I'm good, man. What are you up to? Uh, just waiting for my daughter to wake up so I can take her swimming today. Huh. Are you? That's that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how old's your daughter? She's, uh... 23. She's a Down syndrome daughter. So, oh, that's a good dad, Jeff. I try to be. That, that's a good dad. God bless you. What's my favorite band, Jeff? I'm gonna go way out on a limb and say Kansas. That's it. Ding, 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 ding. One of my favorites. Yeah, I thought I was gonna have to say, "Come on, people! It's not dust in the wind," or you know, "Come on, can we just carry on?" Can we just carry on? Wayward. Yeah, I thought I was gonna. I thought I was gonna have to pull that one out, Jeff. But you saved me, man. We'll call you. We'll call you after the show. Congrats. Thank you. You're welcome, buddy. Do you have fun swimming? But there goes Jeff. Did we have another person on her? Who's that? Larry. Let's go see what Larry's up to. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Dan. How are you? I'm good, Larry. What are you up to? I'll tell you what, we're out here moving cows from one pasture and heading them off to uh, spend the day in the pond. Hey, good for you. you. The cows or you? All of the above. How's that sound? <laughs> were you calling in to win a certificate? Yes, please. Yeah. Well, i got to think of a question now. Are you still there? 
are still here. I'm trying to think of a question for you, actually. Well, hey, ask me a question. Well, uh, let's say Star Wars. Uh, how old were you when Star Wars came out? How old? Well, if I tell you that, then you guys are going to know how old I am. <laughs> I know I was 12, and that was the perfect age at that time, and I don't think I've seen a, a, one after that, but I saw the original. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, it was. Uh, I was actually 13 years old when Star Wars came out. Wow, you're old. Well, you just said you were 12. <laughs> well, that's beside the point. We're talking about you. Here, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Larry. <laughs> I'm still a young man. I, you're as old as you think you are. So well, wonderful. Yeah. There you go. So. Let's see, I was born in 64, so 64 minus 77 is 13, right? You're correct. Yeah, okay. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. You won. I won. All right, well, there you go. I'm going to give myself a Milo certificate then. No, cut that out. So, all right, Larry, here's your question. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, and uh, let's see. What is my, what is the number one and a hunting big game animal on my bucket list that I want to get with my bow. Uh, an elk. I already got an elk. I got two. I already got two elk. So what's my next one? Uh, moose. Ding, ding, ding. It's a moose. There we go. There you go. All right. We'll call you back after the show, Larry. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Hey, you be careful moving them cows. Larry. Yep. Did you hear what I said? Take care of the cows. Yeah, be careful moving those cows. Hey, if they they get in the pond, they're smarter than me standing out sweating on yeah. the edge. I, I, I'm with you. I was out there yesterday. All right, Larry, we'll call you. Thanks, bud. Appreciate you listening. Thank you. There goes Larry. Larry's moving his cows. You know, He didn't get what I was saying. Be careful moving Move. those cows. Yeah, I know. That was utterly ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I know. Keep my day job. <laughs> All right. Uh, 826 and some change. So uh, real quick, uh, don't forget to check out Respect the Game TV, our YouTube page. Uh, the guys are putting new content on there as we speak. And you still have, uh, so you can sign up for that contest. We're still going to, we still got to give away that. Uh, I'm, we'll probably give away that hunt after I get back from Montana. So, um. I'm going to be hunting at the place you're going to be able, whoever wins that's going to, that's where we're going. So we'll be able to show you some, uh, some video and stuff with that as well. So good morning, Aaron. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate that. So eight twenty-seven and some change, uh, Friday night football started yesterday. A lot of folks were excited about that. I saw a lot of folks at the games. So did you have to work last night on those? No, uh, no, I got the, I got a chance to just kind of hang back. I wanted to catch a few of those, but, uh, uh, ultimately it was pretty good. I mean, and, uh, it, glad to have football back in, in some form, obviously high school starting it off college, then we'll get to the pros, but, uh, man, it's, it's about that time. Yeah. Almost time. I'm telling you. So, Hey, uh, back to waterfowl. Has anybody heard anything in the water, all my waterfowl hunters out there that there is somebody out there trying to uh, try to uh, make illegal waterfowl decoys. 
Have you heard that? Something to do with the mojos, the, the motion decoys. There's somebody out there that's trying to get a lawsuit started saying that it's unethical for the people to use that. I can't find out who that is. I've, I've done some Google searches. So if you know who that is, let me know. But I think they're cuckoo. I think they're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs myself. I, I, there's just, I don't understand why they think that's unethical. Um, the, the, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of times from my hunting buddies, they tell me that, you know, that, that they don't come into the set. So I don't, you know, whether you're using the sock decoy, sock decoys or the, the regular, uh, you know, hard body decoys, or if you're using the motion decoys, you know, I'm not a waterfowl hunter. So if you, uh, if you know anything about that, call in, cause I would love to hear your opinion on that. There's always somebody griping about something, isn't there? You know, I'm telling you, you, people just can't just mind their own business. You know, if you, if you don't want to use them, don't use them. If you think it's, if you think that's uh, not fair for the waterfowl, then go out there and sit on a bucket. I don't care what you do, but don't, you know, don't tell us that you think it's unethical. I, if it was unethical, then I don't think the conservation departments or the DNR would be allowing them in the regs or rules of regs. Okay. I, I, that's to me the best barometer. I'm reading, I'm reading Tyler's response to the double belt. If you don't know what a double bevel broadhead, that's where they actually, they're sharpened on both sides. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like the, I, like a Schwicky or, um, uh, I, I think, uh, well, Slick Tricks came out with one actually this year. Um, I can't remember the name of it though, but, uh, there's some good, they're good broadheads. Um, but I'm a, Tyler, I'll have to read it later during the break. Break, but they they do penetrate well. I'll say that. Hey, speaking of breaks, let me take one. I'll be right back on thirteen fifty ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on thirteen fifty ESPN. All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Call Radio on thirteen fifty ESPN. Yeah, fishing Dave said cooler weather's on the way. Uh, that break is brought to you by the fine folks at Herman's Fine Jewelers. I got to get down there. My elk ring is ready. I can't wait to get that. Uh, Donnie made me an elk ring, and that is going to be awesome. Uh, if you want to see some custom jewelry or you need uh, something really special made, go see my friends at Herman's Fine Jewelers, 2900 University in West Des Moines. Their number is 222-2600. Helping Iowans for over 38 years. If you got stuff that you don't use anymore uh, or wear and... Uh, you know what? Uh, you don't want to give it to somebody uh, in your family. Uh, you know, don't worry about that. Just, just uh, take it over to Herman's Fine Jewelers, and you will get some uh, nice little money for your tre- for your treasure, and they'll take great care of you. Good people over there. Uh, no mailbag. We're doing a send a salute today uh, this week. Um, Herman's Fine Jewelers. Tell them outdoors Dan sent you. Ten thousand diamonds and mountings in stock. They got on-site jewelry repair. They can do custom jewelry. Tell them Outdoors Dan sent you, please. Appreciate that. All right. Uh, during the break, I uh, had a couple people hop on. They said PETA is the one. The people for the eating of tasty animals are the ones that are bringing that lawsuit. So there you go. All right. Well, now, we're going to start doing a new feature on the show. Uh, it is called Send a Salute. Okay. And... Uh, it's brought to you by Darren Islander, American family insurance. Now, what are we going to do for, do we, we, we need a, do we need to do an opening or should we just, uh, do you have a, do you have like a bugle call or something? You have Reveille? 
See if you can find Reveille. Yeah, see if you can find that or something. I mean, I, this is like impromptu radio. So Aaron, uh, Aaron, whatever his name is over there, Andrew, he, uh, <laughs> we haven't had time to do a, uh, come up to a, for, we'll put a, we'll put a music bed together. So, uh, and we'll bring mailbag back later. I just wanted to do something with everything going on. Send us a, you got ready? All right. That's not reveling. That's like the start of a horse race. Yeah, that's come on, man. You big come dummy, on, man. man. Right, what, what am I gonna do with him? Uh, let's see. All right, this week's salute is for Ty Casey. Ty, uh, Tony. I hope I'm saying this was sent in by Tony uh, Casey. Uh, Tony said, "Ty, he is my younger brother. He served in the army for years and lives in Ankeny with his wife. They have adopted four kids that needed a loving home." They have two kids of their own. The, their boy is in the Marines. He goes out of his way to help others. That's for sure. I am so proud of what he has become. So there you go, Ty. There's your salute, my friend. Tony, I'll catch up with you later. We'll figure out uh, to charge. Uh, we'll figure out what we're going to do uh, as far as uh, saying thank you. So I'll make sure since you were the first one, we, we make sure you get something out or Ty gets something out of that. Okay. I just need Ty's address and phone number. Send that to me, please, if you're watching. So there you go. How about that? I love it. You love like it, that? Love it, love it. You like that? I do. You do? Do you really, really, really like that? I really, 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 really like that. Okay. <laughs> so how many of you out there have a target animal out there? Okay. I, I actually had somebody email me this week and said, Dan, why do people name their deer? Now, does, who out there names their deer, their target list, their bucks? Who names their deer? Now, I've been, I've, I'm guilty. I've done it. I've done. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You know, I, this guy says, "Why do you name your food?" And it's like, I, I you know, to each their own. If you don't want to name a deer, don't name your deer. You know, but so. All right, Tony. Thank you, and thanks for watching and listening, buddy. I appreciate that. Uh the. Uh, it's, it's, to me, it's half the fun. I mean, like I've got a couple, I've got a couple ones. Uh, I've got one called splitter. He's got two split brow tines. I got him. He, and then we've got another one called heavy D because the deer is just super palmated and super heavy. Philip. Now Philip names all his deer. That's old sad daddy here, or that's hickory hoof. I mean, I, uh, I can't keep up with Philip. I mean, he's, he's got a, he's got a whole hit list of names on his deer, but there's three or four of them that I, if I look at it this way, if I find it, if I get a deer picture, um, or I see a buck that just gets my heart thumping, like I got one called thumper. Okay. Cause every time I see him, my heart, bump, 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 it's just thumping I, to me. I don't, th to me, I think that's just half the fun of getting out there and hunting, you know, it's just like if you're fishing. You know, you see a big old walleye out there or, you know, you know, look at, you know, going back to grumpy old men. Okay. My favorite, one of my favorite movies, right? Catfish Hunter. They had that big catfish. They, they were trying to catch for 20 years. They called him Catfish Hunter. I thought that was awesome actually. Cause that was a Yankee. Was he in the Yankees? Catfish Hunter? Well, he was a catcher for the Yankees, wasn't he? You know, but, uh, that, you know, I thought that was, I just thought that was an awesome part of the movie. I, to me, I don't see a thing wrong with it, you know? You know, 
there's tur- there's a couple turkeys that I've I've got names for. Now I honestly can't say their names on the air because I'll get in trouble. But uh, and they're probably you know they're expletives. I'll be honest with you. But that's because they've ruined my setups. I don't know how many times. Them birds are they're cagey, you know. So I don't know. Like I said, if you don't want to do it, just don't do it. You know I don't. But I don't think you should. Uh, I don't think you should have to to criticize or say other people can't do it. So, mossy mossy hoof, mossy hoof, mossy hoof, or mossy horn. I, I know I got a buddy of mine. It's mossy hoof or mossy horn. It's one of the two. He's got a he's got a he's got a. And then when I got another buddy of mine, calls one of them a swamp donkey because it hangs out in the swamp. <laughs> Andrew's over there laughing at that one. You know, come on, that's. Just having a little fun. I don't. I just don't see any foul in that. <laughs> see what I did there? But any foul? Uh, all right, eight forty-two. Uh, let me take this last break, and then when we come back. I'm going to try to give two more Milo certificates away today because we're not going to be on. We're going to do a worst of next week because I'll be in Montana. So I want to make sure we get as many certificates out because uh, some of you will be out there getting ready to hunt be- right before I come back, and I want to make sure you got them in your pocket. You go see the fine, friendly folks down at the Milo Locker. Great folks. Great folks. Yeah. Yeah. No mossy horns down there. Just super nice people. <laughs> no swamp dogs. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say that. Nah. All right. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right. Welcome back to the Outdoor Call Radio on. 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday all across the good old U.S. of A. Thanks for everybody watching us on Facebook Live. We appreciate you tuning in all over the country. It uh, means a lot to us. We really appreciate you out there. Thanks for putting up with our nonsense for two hours. So, uh, trivia our today. Nonsense? Yeah, trivia today is brought to you by the fine the, the fine folks at Advanced Family Dentistry, the home of the famous Jedi dentist, Dr. Scott Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi. Don't you do it. The floss will be with you. <laughs> Always. It's the floss, man. The floss. Dr. Scott, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Yagi, Dr. Williams, Dr. Brandt, Dr. Stewart, and the new guy. They got a new guy. Yeah. And there's some other good stuff shaking out uh, at Advanced Family Dentistry. I'll tell you as soon as it gets done. But, hey, listen, if you're new to the area and need a new dentist, uh, or if you're just looking for a new dentist, I would encourage you to go see our friends over at Advanced Family Dentistry. That's where I go. They take great care of me. I'm the biggest baby in the world when it comes to going to dentist. And uh, I can tell you that I can get in and get out of there without falling apart. They really take great care of me over there. They do everything they can to make sure that your visit is comfortable and as pain-free as possible. From cavities to root canals to cleanings to fillings to uh, wisdom teeth issues to cosmetic dentistry, they can handle all of that at Advanced Family Dentistry, 907 North Ankeny Boulevard, Ankeny, Iowa. Check, you can call for an appointment at 964-1490 or just go to AnkeniSmiles.com. All their contact info is there. And I promise you, they will take great care of you like they do my family. Dr. Scott Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi. And when, make sure you say hi for me. So, 848, we're going to, I'm going to give, what? You got what? We got someone ready. It's they they heard about what's coming up with uh, more potential trivia, so that we got someone else ready for it. Well, did I say call? They they're, they're they kind of jumped the gun, didn't they? Well, well, they also like listening to your show a lot. Hey, Daniel Matthews, congrats on the family, buddy. Good to see you. 
you old swamp donkey, you. <laughs> swamp donkey. Uh, and I mean that with all love and respect, Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to call Larry McCoy that. Larry McCoy? Yeah, try doing that. Larry McCoy's not a swamp donkey. <laughs> what? <laughs> Larry McCoy, if I was going to call him something I, i'd have to i'd have to work on that because yeah, he's think, such a unique individual think of the most unique i mean swamp donkey is very unique i mean but you got to think swamp donkey-esque yeah see phillips is a sad daddy you know so larry larry i i don't i don't oh i do daniel i meant that in the very best good christian way i could say swamp donkey is a compliment you know someone yeah. calls me a swamp donkey i'm I take that as a as a as a compliment. Yeah, absolutely, Daniel. So, yeah. yeah, you're one of my favorite people, Daniel Matthews. Yeah, who's on the phone? We got David. David, let's go say hi to David. Hi, David. Hello, Dan. Hi. How are you? I'm good. What are you up to? Oh, I was headed to work, but I got called off, so now I go home, and uh, uh, my son's getting all his guns and bows and everything ready for wednesday i guess so <laughs> they got dove season teal season yeah some deep, so it it's, it's he'll, go, he'll go shooting today uh, probably up at the range so it, it's 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 that time of year isn't it yes, yes it is yeah like he had bought him a brand new bow and i don't know he just bought him a new one last year so i i he uh must have needed another one no so. that's all right that's all right <laughs> yeah 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 all right, David, here's my question. Are you were calling in for trivia, right? Correct. Okay. What is my favorite broadhead, David? Oh I'm a I don't know. I'd say a muzzy, but I don't know that. Oh, David. I can't let you win on that one. Yeah, I, I didn't figure so. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. know I my son, he shoots the uh oh I, I, just, I think that he's had good luck with that. Yeah, David, I just talked about this like twenty minutes ago. Oh, I was I was at work and I like I said I, I was working and didn't hear it. So no, that's that's all right. I'm not. Hey, I'm not upset. I love you, man. I we yep. pre, we appreciate you. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna yep. give you a second question just because I gave everybody else a second redemption. Chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is outdoors DN trivia redemption. Dun, 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 dun. Are you ready? Good. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, why? What? What would I have to do to save a cowboy? To save a cowboy, there's a uh, song. Ride a horse. There's, ride, there's ride, a a horse. S- ride a horse. Yeah, yeah. hang on. Hey, do you have that? Yeah, yeah go ahead. I'll go get it. Yeah, no, he, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah, say, ride a horse to save a cowboy. There you go. Yeah. See, you redeemed yourself. Yes, I did. Yeah, that's all right. All right, David, did we have your phone number? Yep. Yep. He's got it. All right, we'll call you after the show, buddy. Thanks and good luck. Yeah. Tell your son good luck teal and dove hunting. Yep, same way with you with your deer hunting and everything. I, I need all the luck I can get, David. Get a big mule deer like that one that was got the first day of the season. Yeah. Uh, got a huge one, so. Okay, thank you. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Yeah. Bye. All right, 244-1350, 244-1350 if you want to call in. We're going to try and give one more away. That'll be an even half dozen just to get the old goodwill flowing. So. After saying, calling in for trivia. Hey, there you go, Charles. Right. Good luck scouting, buddy. Andy Harris. Yeah, Slick Trick was the correct answer, Andy Harris. Congratulations. Andy Harris, he's the mayor of a town. Did you know that? We've got a mayor that listens to us down in South. Yeah. Andy, hunting with Andy. That's always a good thing. 
I'm just waiting on Andrew. Oh, Andy from Andy's calling or texting. What's Andy up to this morning? I got to see what Andy's. Hang on. Andy from Central Standards uh, texting me. Oh, man. It's save a horse, ride a cowboy, you old swamp donkey. (laughs) Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Thanks, Andy. See, hey, it was the spirit of the thing, man. Okay. Thanks, Andy. For all your trivia needs or fine burgers and uh, milkshake. Turn that off. (laughs) Go see Andy at Central Standard in Waukee. There you go. Who's up next? Aaron. All right, let's see what Aaron's up to. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning. Are you going to be able to come up here and get this? Yeah. Okay, just checking. All right, Aaron. You ready? Anytime. What's the name of the scent elimination spray that I use? I'm drawing a blank on that. I believe it. I just talked about it. Lethal. 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 There you go. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome, Aaron. Yep. Have a nice day. Hey, good luck, bud. Yep. Thank you. All right. There goes Aaron. We'll call Aaron after the show. All right. We gave away six Milo certificates today. We did six. Good. A half dozen. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. That's good. Thank you for thank you for the fine folks at Milo, Ange and Daryl. You, if you get a deer down there, please consider taking your deer down there. They'll, 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 uh, you know, you want to field dress it first. Oh, hey, field dressing. I had somebody ask me about field dressing, chronic wasting disease. If you are in an area that you think has chronic wasting disease, go ahead and bone your animal out. Get all the meat boned out. Leave the carcass in the woods. Okay. Good morning, Dr. Don. Uh, if you're, if you're not in an area that has, or is known to have chronic wasting disease, go ahead and field dress it like normal. But if you're in an area, uh, if you're going out of state and you're in a, like if you go to Missouri and you're one of the chronic wasting disease zones, you have to bone that deer out while you're there. And you cannot bring that carcass back to Iowa. Okay. So please make sure you're taking it, you're, t- you're taking, a, keeping aware of all that, of all that, uh, stuff going. And you'll see if it's chronic wasting disease management zones in Missouri. They're specifically marked. But, just want to make sure you don't have to, as long as you're boning out, not eating the organs, you don't have anything to worry about. Now, I'm going to say one more time, I've had a bunch of emails this week about coronavirus and whitetails. You don't need to worry about that. Every, every mammal, including us, that has those antibodies in our systems from breathing the air, cows, rabbits, squirrels, uh, you, whatever's breathing has a chance to have those antibodies in their system. It's a virus. So what happens when you thoroughly cook your meat at 140 or more on internal temperature, that stuff's gone history. Just, you're going to be fine. Do not worry about getting, cor- uh, the coronavirus from eating deer, please. Let's quit talking about that. Uh, Richard just told me he had reports of EHD in Washington County. Uh, Richard, I am sorry to hear that. I, I just talked to the DNR. They said they haven't had any counts. So hopefully we get some rain and we, uh, we don't want to have any, you know, you're going to have some EHD every year, but hopefully it's not like it's going to be like it was three or four years ago. Right. So anyway, all right. Hey, Richard, thanks for the report, buddy. Uh, that is that we're out of here. I want to thank you guys. We're going to be doing a worst of. And when I say worst of, it's going to be probably worse than what we had today. Okay. Cause it's us, you know, 
And I'm teasing when I say that. So anyway, uh, we'll be back in two weeks live and uh, God willing. And uh, if you need anything, just go to the outdoorcallradio.com. My email's right there. Uh, and I will get back with you. Until we meet again, be good to one another. We're all in it together. God bless and God bless our troops. See you next time. Bye. Bye.